Hi folks, this is Jesse Chen. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots. Today I want to return to a topic that I've talked about so many times on this podcast, which is the gap between Trump supporters and Trump opponents or protesters. And I really want to dig into this because the more that I reflect on it, the more I'm convinced that there is a fundamental uh, problem to communicate between the left and the right. And I'd take this a step further to even say that it's very similar to the left hemisphere of the brain and the right hemisphere of the brain talking to each other. In our collective consciousness, our collective society, we have the left and the right, and we need both to be the best that we can be. Um, even if we prefer to operate on the left or on the right, etc., we need the other side. Um, just like the human brain needs both both hemispheres, but can get away with having just one if, if it really needed to. Um, in that same way, on the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain don't really know how to talk to each other, right? You got one side that's dealing with logic and the other side that's dealing with art and those types of things, right? Um, I don't know the left right hemispheres of the brain very well, otherwise you know what I'm saying. So in that same way, I feel very much that the way that the left talks it strikes the right in a different way than the way the, the left hears its own voice. Same thing with the right. When conservatives speak, I think that they hear a message that is very different than the message that liberals hear. And this phenomena of linguistics, of saying one thing and it being heard by one group of people in one way and another group of people in a different way, is something that has existed since Donald Trump entered the race. And that, when he entered and made his announcement, you'll remember that he famously had his remarks about Mexicans, murderers and rapists, etc., that really kind of riled people up, but it also really showcased this divide. Because to the liberal politically, or I should say to the politically correct mind, the comment was that, oh my God, Donald Trump just called all Mexicans murderers and rapists. And there's a lot of people out there who are politically correct, whether they're on the left or the right, because don't forget, there was a lot of people on the right who recoiled when he said this too. But then you also heard from the less politically correct people out there who said he had wasn't saying anything racist. In fact, what I heard was that there was a border security problem, Mexico has a crime problem, and their criminals, namely murderers and rapists, are coming over our insecure border and coming in and, and escaping into the United States. Now, whether or not Donald Trump meant one or the other is almost irrelevant, right? Because what matters is that millions of people heard that message. And that is relevant to the extent that we explore the linguistics divide between the two sides. You can even take this a step further in a completely non-political way, and it probably devotes its own podcast, and I'll, and I'll do a separate podcast for it, uh, a separate episode for it, um, in terms of religion, right? There are some people who believe that God is a basically a guy in the clouds with a white robe, a magic wand, a long beard who's on speed dial, you know, that you can access when you think really hard and speak to yourself, right? There are other people who think that God is a spirit, an energy, a life force. And that is a very, you know, I think good way of saying when some people are talking about God, 
you know, to the to the non-believers out there, you might be hearing, you know, basically this notion that there's some guy up in the clouds, very similar to like a Hollywood definition, um, that warps the message of religion, that warps the the beautiful message across all religions, um, and makes it very hard for non-believers to understand kind of the gist and and the spirit of no pun intended of what's being communicated. Uh, meanwhile, to the religious mind, they actually hear the intended message and don't get caught up in the personification of God, etc. So in that same way, everything that Trump is doing now represents a split in the linguistics paradigm, right? We have a half of the population that sees him taking needed action on border security from terrorist training grounds and conflicted areas that may be under uh, evaluated in terms of the immigration process or the, the the customs process, border security process from those seven countries that he had a, a, a controversial travel ban on, or to the liberal side of it, and maybe the more politically correct side of it, because again, this isn't just the left versus the right. You're seeing a lot of people on the right believe this too. Maybe it's a Muslim ban as well. Whether it was intended to be the Muslim ban or not is almost irrelevant, right? This is what how people are reacting to it. Whether it was intended to be for terrorist uh, training grounds ban or not is irrelevant. This is how people are seeing it. And, you know, there there's to the intent does matter. Don't get me wrong. But in order for intent to be communicated, these actions need to be better properly framed. And you can't just come out there saying that it's a defense issue, right? Um, maybe your own side will see that. But millions of other people, not just in the United States, but around the world, do not see that. Um, and so you need to reframe it differently so that it can be understood by the other side. And that gets to the end of, of this episode, at least on this, because this is something I'm going to be talking about much more often. In order for us to be heard by the other side, we must recognize that we need to reframe our message. Talking as a liberal to conservatives will not work. But if you're a liberal talking like a conservative to conservatives, you will have a better chance of your message getting across. Same with the conservative side. If you are a conservative talking like a conservative to liberals, it is going to be very hard for your message to get across. So that basically asks, begs the question, how do we become better at talking like the other side? Well, it won't surprise you when I suggest that it starts with listening. When you do talk to people from the other side, you need to actually listen to how they're speaking in order to understand how they're interpreting current events, the different issues, etc. Once you have built that understanding, then you can come across with talking about whatever issue that's important to you and using their language and speaking and meeting them, speaking in their language and meeting them in their reality. Just screaming at them from whether you're a liberal or whether you're a conservative, screaming from your universe to theirs will not work. And decades of debate prove this. So in order for us all to get beyond this endless loop of conservatives versus liberals not understanding each other, we've got to make a harder effort, a more purposeful effort to reach out to and understand the other side. It doesn't mean that you need to agree with them doesn't mean that you need to adopt their views. 
but it does mean that this is the only way that we're going to become better at influencing the other side. And we need to come better at influencing the other side to share perspectives because when we share perspectives, we have a more global understanding of world issues, the problems within those issues, and the more perspectives that we have within those problems leads us to a better understanding of root causes. And then we can all advocate for the solutions that we really need in order to build the world that we want and need of tomorrow. Anyway, I'm over time. I will continue talking on this topic because I think it's incredibly important. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots, and I will talk to you next time.